What up, folks? Welcome to another episode. As always, we got to start with business. Are you following us on social media and subscribe to us on wherever you listen to your podcast? Because you should. It's 2019. Make this your New Year's resolution. What do you think, Alex? I'm all in favor of it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, make sure you're following us. We're at Dabbling and Dribbling on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can listen to us on SoundCloud, mm-hmm, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. and Stitcher. Still out there. Yeah, we're still out there doing things. And 2019, Maybe I'm really excited should. for what it's going to bring for Dabbling and Dribbling. You know it. And this episode, we talk about a couple of different things. We kind of reflect on our 2018, which I thought was <laughs> lovely. It was nice <laughs> to reflect on that. Um, and go kind of go into 2020 elections and Kanye and Drake again. To be clear, Kanye's not running in 2020, so he far as we not. know. He said 2024. I don't know what that means uh, on a tweet, so Florida knows what But we means. talk about potential candidates. Yeah, potential candidates and Kanye and Drake and Kanye's, all of Kanye's feelings. Mm-hmm. And then when we go into our dribbling section, it was really heavy on a particular player. Do you want to guess who it is, ladies and gentlemen? If you like LeBron James, you're going to like this cast. Yes. <laughs> Let's be real. Most this cast needs to be changed. The name we, needs to be changed to LeBron James. Cast. Seriously, love this man. So we gave him a lot of airtime yeah. in the dribbling section, but a lot of different components right. and complexities of his identity and his influence on the league. Yeah, and even like um, we talked about anti-Semitism. We've talked about you know longevity of players as far as like what they do and things like that. Um, Talk about goat. league the goat the goat conversation. Yeah, league, league politics. Talk about league politics around. All, all around LeBron. There was so much to talk about. He's the universe. He's, I mean, he's, I, I'm going to say it. He's one of the greats. <laughs> you should listen to this one. If you like LeBron, if you really are into the NBA right now, we do a lot of uh, chatter yeah. around And with that. the All-Star, coming, All-Star games coming soon, we mm-hmm. also talk about our top five on each side, mm-hmm. which I basically agreed with yours with a few exceptions. So, yeah, I'm which I'm which I think makes sense. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of good talent out there, so it's hard to choose in some respects. But yeah. it looks like it'll be a good year for the, the All-Star game. Yeah, and we talk a little bit about KD and his feelings, um, but yeah. that's also... <laughs> KD and his feelings is also another part Over of our cast. Over <laughs> it. Anyway, it's a good cast, y'all. You should listen. It's short, it's sweet, and we'd love to hear what you think. So let's get into this. Welcome to another episode of Dabbling and Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. It's episode number 66 of the new year. You know what it is. What? Happy New Year, bud. Happy New Year. I, I realized that I walked in and you, I had like a, just like, I just got out of the shower hair, but you thought it was sex hair. Yeah. Yeah. When I walked <laughs> I just, in, because it smelled like aromatics in the room. Uh, like you, you put out some essential oils and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, you just had sex. And I was like. No, I just took a shower. Trying to cover up pheromones or something. That's what I thought it was. But no, you just, you woke up like this. No. Yes. Today I had a friend um, come, she landed because she has to, we all have to work tomorrow, which is like, what the hell? I would like to have a couple more days before having to go to work. But this is neither here nor there. Um, she like, she has a key to my apartment. So she like walked in and she's like, you decent? I'm like, yeah. And I'm, cause I had just gotten up cause I was just sleeping and she's like, did you just wake up like that? I'm like, yeah. She's like, there I you hate go. you. There I'm, you like, go. I'm like, own it. I'm like, thanks, thanks, ancestry, thanks, mom Glowing. and grandma. Yeah, no, I I looked busted, but whatever. Uh, it's all good. You're 29 glow. Uh, 29. 
2019 like, is what like, I meant I'm to not say. 29. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you still you feel like you're 29. Go no, ahead. I feel like I'm like 25. I feel good. Same. Yeah, True story. I feel I feel good. Um, How's your 2018? 2018. My 2018 was you. You put this on our cast to think about. Let me think for a second. Mm-hmm. How was your 2018? Really good. Mm-hmm. There was lots of high highs, some low lows. But um, I think overall, I'm so grateful that I think 2018, as much as there were some like crappy things that happened, uh, as well as good things that have happened, it was the year that I learned to fully love myself. Mm. Like, real, like not just be like, I love myself. Like, I was just like, no, I'm the shit. Yeah. Like, There's a lot of joy there. Yeah. It was a lot of like, I chose every day to love all of me, even when it was hard to love all of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I see you on Wednesdays. <laughs> You're like, God dang it. What is it again? Uh, do I have to see her again? Matt, did I just see her on Monday for the cast? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You, you, yeah, no, we've seen it. We've talked enough times to that I remember those moments and those conversations where those those realizations set in. Yeah, and a part and like I think that has affected like dating, it's affected my relationships with family, with friends. So I think 2018 and I want to continue that, like mm-hmm. continue the year of loving myself mm-hmm. um, because I've spent so much of my life not loving myself and that's so sad. Like I think mm. I think about like what was my life life before Wrigley? Mm-hmm. I don't remember it. Wrigley, your dog. My dog. In case I say that because some people haven't been with us since day one. <laughs> Wrigley, my dog, who's always, you know, shows up on the cast every once in a while. Yeah. But like, I can't imagine my life without Wrigley right. and like what it was like, right? In the same way, there's certain people in my life. I can't imagine what my life was like before our cast or before like our relationship mm-hmm. and friendship or like you'd have more of your plantain chips around i absolutely would actually that's just all of my friends y'all are all moochers all of you tell your dad to keep coming <laughs> steady with those plantain chips someone asked me about it the other day and i'm just like i need you all to start paying me because from yeah. my netflix and hulu oh yeah and, and my amazon prime <laughs> To Wait. my freaking, I have Amazon Prime. If you want to join in, well, on I have it too. Okay, just, but I could get yours also. I, yeah, Great. <laughs> you know. And one of these days, I'm going to send a Venmo charge to all of you. It's going to be like a hundred dollars. Like, it's, what is this for? Oh, the at least years, at the least. years of of you guys just mooching off of me. That's um, so lucky. It's a good thing water isn't charged here. I know, right? Because you drink a lot of my water. Too. Staying hydrated. Yeah. Um, no, but it was like. I think of like what was my life like before where I didn't love it. I know what it was like, but um, seems like a while ago though. Like, yeah, it seems like a while ago because like I really distinctly because I made certain not resolutions, some goals that I had last year was just just being healthier. So I did that. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I lost significant amount of weight over a year over mm-hmm. over a year. You look uh, great. Thank you. Um, we talked about this off mic. Yes, I'm. I'm telling you. I mean, it's... Own it. I Just own clothes, it. Things aren't fitting me the way they used to. There you go. Fine. It's fine. We're into this. Um, whatever. Um, and so I made goals about like my fitness. I made goals about um, just relationships. I, I Every Friday, I sent a letter or an email or something to somebody that mm. has impacted my life. Um, you didn't get it because I talked to you want. I didn't want <laughs> to say anything. But I was like, I definitely haven't gotten one of those. Um, I literally talked to you. 
every week. I think you know how much I care for you. Still I love feeling you. <laughs> salty as Crackerjack. Mm. I'm still going to do it. Like, I really enjoy doing that because I think, um, first of all, you're going to get it randomly and you're going to be like, what the hell is just this email? <laughs> I just it's going to be snail good, mail. <laughs> snail mail. To, uh, you, so doing this is a way of like being grateful for those grateful people. Grateful for people who have like Aww. just helped and done things. And it wasn't anything like substantive. It wasn't like five pages long things. For, right. Some people it was longer, some people it was shorter, right. you know, those kinds of stuff. Um, and the other piece was like, I'm going to love myself and take more put myself quote unquote out there or give like be more risky but in like a not a very safe way of like dating and drug use (laughs) yeah just all the alcohol all the cocaine all the marijuana (laughs) all of it Mm -hmm. yeah you've been great (laughs) this is why i'm also skinny it was all the cocaine all the coke (laughs) yep that coke diet will do it for you yeah the coke diet no those jeans are fitting great yeah no but uh, no, this is, I'm so, ref- I'm really grateful for a year of like loving myself That's a, and I would like yeah. to continue to love myself and love others well. Yeah. You're really good at that. Yeah. I, that I've always been good at. It's not the, the mm-hmm. myself piece that I wasn't good at. I could learn better from, and I want to this year do a better job of doing those little things like you described for your Friday mm-hmm. regimen. Um, that for me would be, cause there's so many people and I, this 2018. It's only 52 people you have to think about. It's 52 true. 52 weeks out true. of the year, right? Yeah, right? Um, and plus holidays, 50. Um, so <laughs> my parents, um, you know, this year was a big year for me showing my appreciation for them. Mm-hmm. You, and did, you did a great job this year with your parents. Thank you. It was a joy and a pleasure. And I really want to focus on giving those people acknowledgement who really meant a lot to me. And I did that a few times. I can think off the top of my head of a few times this year where I've Threw someone a handwritten letter mm-hmm. out of the blue just on a random day. Right. And I hope they read it and it made their day. Right. I don't need Those anything from it. Those are so beautiful. Like handwritten letters. Uh, I yeah, mostly if you did have handwritten good handwritten letters. Handwr- yeah. You write in cursive or manuscript? Um, just manuscript. Okay. Wow. There was a lot of judgment <laughs> in Alex's face. I'm just saying there are some letters and then there are letters. I'm, I'm, wow. My letters make me feel like the goat. Of letter writing. I used to write cursive all the time, and I stopped when I was in high school. When they got rid of that lined paper with the dotted line. No, just because we were supposed we did it all throughout, like when I was in grade school, right, and junior high, and And it was all in Chicago. Then I went to the suburbs, and like, oh, everybody typed. Yeah, like everyone was typing or just writing. So Mm -hmm. I just never. It like randomly comes up, but I just I just doesn't look as nice as my 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 print is very pretty. Listen. iPhone, listen up. I can't. Apple, I need you to put in a cursive font oh, that would on be texting fun. so that I can text people in cursive. Why? Because you want to. Why? Why not? There's other things. If guys, I, can, I can do a gift. I can do other things too. I'm right? saying, just let me have this. So there's that, and then also 2018. I just was looking. My 2018 has been filled with filled with creative Even exploration. Creative, yeah, and it has been. I would dynamite 2017 in 2018 I branched off to try new things that really pushed my boundaries yeah. and that is starting to plant seeds for what I hope to be a very fruitful 2019. It will be. On the good on the good side of things I was pulling out this book in what was it 2015? 2015 was the year I saw a psychiatrist and psychologist therapist, therapist at the end of the day. I saw a therapist and they 
gave me a book on anxiety because I didn't know that I had generalized anxiety at that time. Mm -hmm. I just was feeling funky, like restless. And so I went to go see, she's like, oh, sounds like you got generalized anxiety, which I didn't know what that meant, but I reasoned it was probably anxiety that's very general. Right. Seems like it's in the name. Right. So I read this book and I, it's a workbook. So you write in it, you circle things, you, you know, respond to some of the prompts. I pulled that book out the other day on break and I, it was just flipping through some of the chapters because I wanted to see like where I was now. So this is 2015. Now finishing out 2018, I look through it. The guy who wrote in that book is a very different man. He's a different guy. Yeah. I was like, oh, that doesn't bother me. That's not a thing for me anymore. There were things I wrote in there that don't resonate with me anymore. Right. I'm like, oh, man. Because you've evolved and you've grown. Really worked on taking care of myself and doing the things that seem like every day. Going right. to the gym, eating healthy, relaxing, trying to you know be mindful and be grateful. Those states of mind kind of have stuck with me as a general practice that I didn't even notice. Right. It's just a habit. Right. So yeah, for me, 2018 was a reinforcement of things that have steadily grown in 2019. This is the last of our teens. So I'm trying to capitalize on this year before 2020 comes. Y'all get ready. 2020. I kind of want to do it up really big. Yeah. I mean, Justin Timberlake forecasted this as a big, big deal. This is a you know two his album 2020. You know, 2020 was about vision, right? Not about yeah. I, but it's a, <laughs> I'm like it's you know this metaphor. Right? It's like you know it's things. a double entendre. Sure, 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 sure. Maybe even a, a triple axle. This thing <laughs> a is like axle. a it's a 2020 vision and, and 2020 uh, year of pol- politics, right? And then just like I don't know. Let's speak about politics um, specifically. Uh, a big announcement happened a couple of days ago. I was it like yesterday? No, it was yesterday. Um, Elizabeth Warren announced that she was going to be running for 2020. How do you feel, sir? Uh, let's get a woman in office. I it just if she's halfway decent, mm-hmm. it's got to be better than any of the 40 plus bums we've put in this position for a long time. Let's let women do it once. Just just once. I that wasn't crazy about Hillary. I sure. still voted for her because, like, what are my options? Right. I, um, I've been donated to her campaign quite a bit when she was officially, like, the, mm-hmm. the person. I'm sure she appreciated I'm it. I'm sure she did. She, uh, as we all know how that ended, we got a dumpster fire for a president. <laughs> um, but Elizabeth, I would love to see her in that role. If she's the first woman president, that's fine. I really, really do not want to. I just came off reading... Howard Zinn's uh, A People's History of the United States. Great book. Uh, Great book. Highly recommend it. Everyone should read it. I'm highly sensitive to Native American politics at the moment. So if I hear a damn word about Elizabeth Warren's like point five, like I don't know what percentage it is. Yeah, if we make I a big love, deal about her heritage, it. I just don't want the campaign to be. <laughs> bless you. I don't want the campaign to be about that. That's all. Um, I mean. Agreed. There are other like candidates people are hoping are going to run. Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. um, who actually her name in the Indian way is pronounced Kamala, but you know, yeah. whatever. I thought is that's she... how everyone says it. Oh, no. people will say Kamala, Kamala. like Kamala. Ka- Kamala, yeah, like Kabbalah, like right. the right. religion, right? But well, her name Madonna's is Kamala. Fault. Yeah, uh, probably. Um, Beto O'Rourke from Texas. That would be kind of cool to have them pair up. I think that's probably my favorite pairing. Um, Wait, I've, where's Elizabeth Warren representing? Massachusetts. That's right. Um, I forgot. 
And then Joe Biden has another one. Joe uh, B? JB. Is he really? I mean, he thinks he's the most qualified candidate. I Wait, mean, I don't disagree. He, he thinks he's... Yeah. Oh, I thought other people were encouraging him, but he oh, was I like, mean, nah, nah. No, no. I mean, I think it's also like he's still... Since his son died from right. cancer, I think he, there's just a lot of, you know, things that he was... He had to build himself back up. Yeah. yeah. And he that's why he didn't run when Hillary ran. Yeah. He's still... So. still yeah. Okay. So that's a positive. So he thing. might he might jump in it. I, but this, my thing is like I don't need a million of y'all I need one really solid candidate are you sure because that Republican run in 2012 uh, uh-huh. I mean that was a that 2016 was a, 2016 sorry god that we still had a nice president in 2012 you, yeah I was um, like 2016 uh, you didn't enjoy the no the I didn't it was it was dumb you know Ben Carson Christie nope, nope. I, Marco Rubio. Nope. You remember that? I just feel like we we forget how much fun we had mm-hmm. with the primaries. Right. And that was very enjoyable for our nope. media. What I would love to have is a return to boring politics. I just want someone to not have any scandals. I want Barack to come back. You know what? <laughs> really? Really? Like, he had no scandals. Like, none. When you think... None. The scandal... None. Actually, actually, you know what? No. Because there's a conservative out there listening who will say like what about Benghazi Benghazi and and I'm like like, you know what probably yes I will say Benghazi was probably a goof up but other than that like there was no Contra scandal there's no personal scandal with him there's no personal scandal there's no Lewinsky Mm -hmm. there's no uh, Contra Iran scandal Mm -hmm. Iraq scandal Uh, Iraq Iraq thank you is it Iran also Mm -hmm. yeah um, it's, not, didn't have it's not Iran, it's Iran. <laughs> Piece of crap. White it's a people. noun, it's a country, not a noun and a verb. Yeah. <laughs> Iran. <laughs> There's a... I, that, was so, that was good, that was good. High America. Uh, no, I mean, I would love to have a boring president who has no skeletons in their closet, or if there and are just skeletons. just does their job and knows that they what their job is. I would love someone who's upfront and vulnerable and admitting when they have faults, instead yeah. of people who flip-flop on stuff and right. say, when did I flip-flop on that? I'm done. I'm done. I call that the McCain yeah, way. Yeah. You yeah. remember Sarah Palin? You sure do. Sure do. I thought about Alaska the other day. And she, I was like, she's Is she the still start, there? She's kind of the start of the alt-right movement. Like her, her coming up. I think that happened before her. I'm sure it did, but I'm like the visibility kind of Two, started there. 2000 uh-huh. with the evangelical vote is when that really oh, yeah, I could sprang see that. up. That was, that. that was where we, we don't need facts as much. Who needs facts when you have God? Yeah, right. As a person who believes in God, I just want to say that's some bullshit. <laughs> it's a legitimizer um, in a lot of people's eyes. True story. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. She's the first one to come out about it. So we'll see. Um, we'll see what the others like when the others start creeping up, you know, like the Kamala's, the, mm-hmm. the Joe Biden's, the, the guy from Jersey. What's his name? Not uh, Chris Christie. No. No. Oh, gosh. Oh, Cory Booker. Yeah, Cory Booker, who follows me on Twitter. Hey, boo. There you go. Um, but yeah, so that's the thing. Um, go Dems. Please just get just it get it together. Don't, don't. And apparently Mitt Romney is also someone that people are hoping will run. This is what I saw. And I'm curious. I mean, he's not going to run as a Democrat, but um, is he, is this, this will be the first time in our history that an incumbent president would be challenged by his own party. 
hmm. that I know of that I can like. I'm trying think to of. think. Uh, you, you might be right. I think I'm right. Well, that'll be funny because Mitt was in opposition to 45 yes. on the campaign trail. Then he lost and. Well, he didn't come out. They didn't unleash the mitt. No, they and then didn't he do that. And then he tried to have dinner with him to end up in his cabinet. Oh, God. And then yeah, he said, remember, this. remember they served him his balls on the plate? Yep. And he's like, here you go. Yeah. No. And, and then Trump was like, nah. So if he runs now again in opposition, for me, it's going to say, hey, Mitt, you know what? I like you. Enjoyed the, the binders bit. Play your best hit. The binder <laughs> full of women. Binder full of women. Play that one. Um, but seriously, though, you, you're slipperier than... A salamander. Yeah, I really like, need you to stop playing politics and really tell me yeah, what you think. It's not. It's not a good look. We'll see. Um. Anyway, anything else we want to talk about? What's the next thing that we have? Kanye. What oh, is this? Kanye. So Kanye is demanding a public apology from Drake for following Kim Kardashian. Uh, on, where on Instagram? On the streets? No, on Instagram. Okay. So, and basically, he's like whoever gave drake this idea is not a friend of drake's or whatever and then he keeps on saying who gave kanye <coughs> this idea who gave drake this idea to follow follow it okay so ooh, like they're not a friend of drake's and then, but then kanye's like i have no beef i've i love everybody but don't be following my fucking wife okay first of all sir sir let's sit down and let's talk um what is wrong with you <laughs> what is wrong with you you know it makes sense on the surface. No, it doesn't. I mean, on the I, surface of his mind. No, you know what's funny? No. On the sur- I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm going. I'm going into a scary place. I'm gonna try to no, understand Kanye no, West right no. now. What did Aristotle say? He said something like, "It is the mark of an educated mind to entertain a thought without accepting it." So sure. I'm going to try right now oh, Lord God. All for right. a, a new segment in our podcast, Understanding Kanye. <laughs> so let me try. All right, let's go. If you are, for you and I in the general public, following anyone on Instagram is whatever. It right. doesn't matter. You can do. It's not illegal. It's your Especially, life. let's even take it a step further. I don't have to follow Kim Kardashian. I can see what she's doing because she has a public okay, ass profile. Okay, so exactly. So I don't have to follow her. Yeah. So, but in the world of pop and paparazzi, if Drake wanted to see my wife's profile, she could, he, he could she, look anytime like any other human right. being with 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 a brain. If he wanted to see her in person, easy enough to do, even better. He's closer to seeing her in person than any other human being. Absolutely. Because he can go to these affairs and these galas yes. and he, however. Right. So the only reason he would need to follow her on Instagram is if it's a shot across the bow, mm-hmm. right at me and my ego Kanye. as her man. Right. That I could have DM'd her anytime before. Right. But now, you know I follow everything she posts, and it's more likely, percentage-wise in my mind, that I will DM your wife. Right. Not to say that she would do anything with that, but I could tread on your turf. Right. Which, as Kanye, and this is is me stepping out of Kanye's mind for a second. Right. Instead of a threat, I'm seeing Kanye as being very insecure. Oh, Kanye's incredibly insecure. And, um... 
he, he was, he's like, he dodged me for months when I extended olive branches to talk and called to threaten me. Uh, okay, this, this, is, after, this is Kanye saying this about Drake. Right. Oh, right. All, I forgot there was all, the th- alleged threat. Right. The threat. Oh, this is funny. The, the, so him um, following Kim on Instagram is really trolling. Yes. It's a big troll. He doesn't follow her anymore after this tweet. He does like, we... He followed her, then unfollowed yeah, her. Apparently he followed her, like, months, like, months ago. So this is not, like, a... Like, Ye just figured this out. And so he got pissed. How did he figure this out? Um, Either Drake commented on something, liked something, or he looked through who's let's see. following him. Um, Seemingly out of the blue, West returned to the subject of their ongoing feud. So it just came up, like came up out of nowhere. Um, oh, so he might have known for a while. Yeah, and then he maybe he was just like, you know, when you're like when you're you know when you're angry yeah. when you're upset. He had a pop up. It just was like, oh, this like pissed me off again. So it was probably what he came up with. I had a bad sandwich right. yesterday, and, and now. so he's like, I don't have beef with no one. Love everyone, but don't follow my fucking wife on Instagram. <laughs> Second tweet: Whose bright idea? Who's um, bright? Actually, let me do it this way. So the first tweet that he posed, I never mentioned or touched or anything related to family when it came to Drake with like the devil sign, um, the, devil, the, pur- devil the, the purple emoji. devil emoji. He followed Ugh. my wife on Instagram. He mentioned Pusha's fiance in a song. He dodged me for months when I extended olive branches to talk and then called to threaten me. This man tried to use my family's song to get at me. He's he'd been He'd been trying to pick a fight since the pool line. Which is like a line from a Drake song. Um, whose bright, bright idea was to tell Drake to follow my wife on Instagram? This person is not Drake's friend. I don't have beef with no one. Love everyone, but don't follow my fucking wife on Instagram. Oh. Sir. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I see in his... Well, that really just gave us a glimpse into where Kanye's... I didn't know all the background. I didn't know all the stuff that he was keen in on and then he says or it's cool if if it's a diss record because it's more interesting i'm gonna break all codes i ain't i ain't taking advice from no one who ain't do nothing to actually help this man followed my wife on instagram i feel a public apology is in order okay that's where we're too far yeah i need a public apology for following i currently don't like he doesn't follow her now so this the reason why i brought up drake and why i thought we should bring um, drake and kanye is this Uh So there's a couple of things I have a problem with, right? I get not wanting your fiance, your wife, your girlfriend following her exes. And I can see how men can feel kind of threatened by that. I would feel some type of way too if like yeah. my my boyfriend or my husband or my whatever was like following someone cuz if I don't mm-hmm. trust them, I'm thinking they're probably DMing, right? right? Like my future spouse will have no followers right she will and she will have a private account private account and i am the only one right who can right 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 right. she would be like beyonce has like follows one person i think and i think it's jay-z blue i think it's like uh, ivy park like the company that she has um that's smart yeah uh but but there's a bunch of followers she has but her her news feed is like just the things that she wants. Yeah, she does not spend time looking on Instagram. No, she doesn't feeling. touch her Instagram. No. She has she has peasants to do that. No, please. Her Instagram <laughs> is just a platform for her to advertise. Yeah, absolutely. Which is smart. Yeah, whatever. Do do you? Mm-hmm. But like, I think what I'm like struggling with is this like this ownership of like this is my woman. This is like which like as like I'm a person who like enjoys when my man like is my man and like likes to be assertive in our relationship and 
you know, take control and things like that. I like Tell that. you what to wear. Well, no, I don't like that. Things. I don't like that. I like... That's too much? Yeah, that's a little too much. I, I like someone who wants to take care of me, but also knows I don't need him. Yeah, and also, like, kind of monitors when you talk and, and not... <laughs> <laughs> All over. Those are things Vomit everywhere. Got, women don't enjoy that? No, women I feel like don't like that. Those are. I like to order for her like at my, restaurants. You're going to have this. No, no, no. And I'm going to be like, you. <laughs> I'm going to have the steak because that's what I want, not the flipping salad. Get her the salad. <laughs> I did have a I did have a, a guy I went on a date with who's like you should order the salad. I'm like no, I'm gonna order what I want to order. She'll have the vegan mac and cheese. I cannot. Uh, um, she because like but, one of my favorite things that a guy does is like when we're walking on the street, mm-hmm. like he moves my body from like that's interesting. The like because I usually because I don't care. I always just walk wherever I walk in the I'll, streets. Like on well, sometimes I do that too, but I do it in a safe way. But like when I'm walking on the sidewalk, I walk like if I'm walking towards this, like on the street side. Yeah. I really like I really find it super chivalrous when a guy like moves me to the inside of the sidewalk and he's walking on the outside of it. See, we're trying to keep that alive. That's super, like, and one of the first, one of my first friends who ever did that was our friend Winston. And I was mm-hmm. just like, why are you moving me? And I'm not dating him or anything. Right, right, right. He was just like, and just I'm so, like your brother. I'm protecting you. And for like, those oh, listening on the cast, just, you know, Bri is gesturing, gesturing as if two hands are gently placed on her shoulders. Or even her like on side. my waist or just to like, like if, if I'm. You didn't have your hands that low. Okay, so someone touch it. Shoulders Basically on your, yeah. like your your ass, though. Yeah. Like, we're like that close. <laughs> just so I mean, silly. if you ever did that to me, I would be like, <laughs> just, what are you doing? Like, that's a little bit harassing. <laughs> but up on the shoulders, or maybe just like, or just gently, like, just, or just gently just one move. Arm, one arm, move just, them over. Or just physically move. Like, that's just like, oh, here's so my sweet. Th- here's my thing, though. Uh, but that's me. Some girls I, may not like that. I, I could see a lot of women just saying, hey, are you worried the car is going to climb up on the curb and like destroy me? I can walk on the sidewalk safely you don't need to hold the door for me no true. i got this no but it's also like i i appreciate a man who wants to be chivalrous and things like that too i'm not going to also be and the part of it is like masculinity and patriarchy and all that other mm-hmm. bs and I, I get that but like i present my date with a uh, carnation every time oh, the first date no that's really and i say my dear i cannot may I? buy get out <laughs> may i take you to this dinner get out he's a little too chivalrous yeah, he's a little too chivalrous. But that's like, too much but i don't mind like you know this like oh this is my man this is my girl whatever like that there's like a as long as it's done in a way that is like respectful I'm all all about it. Yeah. But this is like this just feels really aggressive and like this is my woman. Like you can't follow her. But it's just like um, the internet is free and there's nothing like he he can follow or unfollow whatever the heck he wants. And he later on even today he he tweeted um, right like tweeting is not illegal. Yeah, we know. We want you to stop though because you're. I mean, tweeting hate speech would be illegal. Yeah. This is not hate speech, but I'm just saying. You're just you're, there are limits you to what you're need saying. Help. Yeah. Uh, th- I feel like also, though, mm-hmm. a lot of men might take this in the same direction he would and protect I'm quote unquote protecting my woman. Right. When a lot of times, if you're that guy in a club where you were going to pop off on somebody because they looked at your girl the wrong way, sure. rather than make her feel safer, you might make her feel more unsafe. Absolutely. Less safe. Yep. Uh, because of that aggressive trigger. Yeah. So if you are the guy who is quick with your Twitter thumbs. Right. Although he's not quote unquote threatening, 
Drake, like he he's alleging Drake, he wants a public apology. But right. I also it's say, a, get out of your, get out of your feeling. No one, the world does not owe you an apology for following your girl on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, whatever. The thing is, like, I could follow. Like, should we all apologize? Are we not supposed to follow her? But I get that. But I also understand, like, there's history, right? Like, oh, he he's right. talking shit about my family. He has some supporting he's... documents. And, like, I'm not disagreeing with any of those things. I I'm just it. saying, Kanye, get help. It's not like you can get... All right, then submit your list of people you want the apology from. Go through all of her followers and put together your list. At this point, we... I think it's just Kanye. I mean, it's just Drake. Right. Well, I'm just saying... You know, building on what you were saying, right. if that's how you're going to be about this, that's ridiculous. Man. Well, and it just and like it, it again. This is very we we talk often about like very heteronormative relationships, um, and like in heteronormative relationships, I I know myself included, I I like when a man isn't around, when I'm not dating somebody, or if I'm not uh, with somebody, like I don't need anyone to hold the door for me, you know order my food whatever like i i got me i'm good you know but when i'm with somebody i appreciate those little things as long as it's not demeaning to my character and who i am and and my value of who i am to you right so there's like a balance that you need to have and hopefully communication and stuff helps with establishing what those boundaries look like i wonder what their communication is like i don't like especially because kanye is so I find that Kanye is probably a very circular communicator. He like takes a while to get to his point, um, but he's also like an erratic communicator. Like as far as we've seen, as far as what we've seen, purely on Twitter, on Instagram, and whatever videos that he's posted, that I'm just like, I'm curious because I, like from what I've seen of Kim on the show, right. which I haven't seen, you'd be really proud. Of, I haven't seen any of the episodes this past season. So I used to watch every episode. Now I don't. How many seasons do they have now? They're like twenty or something. Some obnoxious. I'm not surprised when anyone tells me any show is still running because I just feel like my reference is still in in 2000. Is it? Yeah. Is Murder She Wrote still on? No. Okay. But How to Get Away with Murder is. It's a good show. Mm, All right. I mean, you have my Hulu. Just watch it. I'm not gonna do. (laughs) Um, but yeah. So I just, I from what I see of Kim, she's just. She, I don't want to say she's a thoughtful communicator, but she just seems like a, like a regular communicator. Like she communicates what she's right. feeling. She has moments when she gets upset. She has moments, when, you know, like right. just like anybody else. She expresses herself. Yeah, in, in the way, in her own way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm curious how those two things mesh. I'd like to imagine that what we've seen of him is not what's actually happening behind I hope the so. scene. Because I imagine in my mind he, to to still be with someone like this. I feel like he's transforms into somewhat of a like a poet laureate mm. in buying clothes yep. and everything becomes coherent and Shakespearean and all the things are aligned and he says oh you know it's it was another day at the office Rick said this and then right. Tammy said that and right. I laughed because you know how Tammy is <laughs> you <laughs> you know, know Tammy. he just turns into like Ward Cleaver <laughs> with the kids uh, and then when he steps out onto the Twitter sphere, he goes, excuse me, baby, I'm going to make another rant. I de- this time I'll demand an apology. Right. You know, I just wish it. I hope that it's more calculated. But seeing as he showed up in 45's Oval Office. And he was and- talking about how he loved he, today. He was talking about how he loved the hat and what it represents. Like even today, today he like put it on Twitter and I like read. I, I skimmed through it and I was just like, eh, good. He can. The fact that he and that man can both 
be in the same room and communicate with each other so coherently mm-hmm. makes me think because I've given up hope on believing that 45 can ever be grounded. Yeah, um, I, I think most of us have. Yeah, he's in a different stratosphere. Yeah. So that those two can communicate so seamlessly, like peas in a pod, makes me think, ah, this isn't an act. He's right. definitely operating from a different wavelength. Yeah. Which all a lot of great artists are labeled as weird during their times. I mean, that's what he, he's saying. He's posted about that, too. Like, people are not going to know how great I am until I'm gone. And you might be right. We'll and, see. But also, like, if you you're, you say everything about this, like, everything is love and, like, positivity and all these things. But you when you're spewing out a lot of hate and negativity, I'm like, ooh. Especially towards, like, one person. What is that really saying about you? You know? I wonder what quiet time looks like for him. I recommend everybody having 20 minutes of quiet time of like no other distractions daily. daily. I'd love to have 20 minutes of quiet time hourly. (laughs) I would love, I love not speaking. I really, the times where I feel most connected to the universe, humanity, and just simply at a state of peace Mm -hmm. is when I'm not talking Mm -hmm. and definitely within Listening when I'm listening, to, it doesn't even have to be silence, silence right. helps. But listening to other people talk about their stories and their day leaves me feeling super um, in tune with yeah. humanity. And I wonder what quiet time looks like for him, yeah. And also, yeah, I, I do- Kim too, she's busy, like, I don't know when she's not with her company, her people, her right. publicist. I mean, they're, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a machine that the Kardashians yeah. run. So, remember when Mariah had that, like. What? She had, she went away for a while. We didn't know what happened yeah. to her, yeah. and she just went Post off the glitter. grid. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, uh, I do worry about celebrities who are constantly in demand. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a it's not a safe thing. For They're you just to do. people. Yeah, they're just human beings. We think that Beyonce doesn't shit, but she does. She does, and she, she also does. is one person. So. Yeah, when things happen, like how do these people deal with it when you have literally how many followers does Beyonce have? Uh, Five million? Probably more. Um, when you have Let's that see. many people following everything that right. you do. Oh, I mean, I'm usually like one of the first hundred people to um, like her stuff. What Warren Buffett said. 122 million. I was way short with five million as my guest. So 122 million. Warren Buffett said. You can build it. It takes 20 years to build a career in five minutes to tear it down. Oh, yeah. Like you could destroy your career yeah. in five minutes. one tweet. Yeah. One bad one bad thing you did can ruin all the good you You remember Paula Dean? Sure did. <laughs> sure did. That battleship sank. Yeah. And she had done all this work with cookbooks and all this stuff. Yeah. Good on Martha Stewart and the cooking community. I'll just say, went to jail, came on back strong you know why? as ever. Because Snoop Dogg and her That's smoke up right. all the time. <laughs> you gotta allegi- you gotta have those allegiances. You gotta align yourself the with the right people. Welcome, welcome Martha, <laughs> Martha Stewart. We got you back, Martha. Martha, we got you, boo. That's what I'm saying. It, it's so no celebrity's career is completely over, usually. But I want Kanye to be healthy. I want him to be careful. And the things that you put out there, hey, Drake's got an owl tattoo now, man. Like he's, and he's super so strong. Fine. I my, said, can I, I said, just say he's in my top five now? Okay, so I said 
maybe a year plus ago when mm-hmm. we were talking about sex symbols i thought drake was a sex symbol and you and everybody else disagreed with me i mean i think like he was a sex symbol as far as like he had feelings emotions like he was Some swagger he had he had swag for sure it's like it's like people were like oh barack is a sex symbol like yeah when he was when he first started mm-hmm. i was like no he's barack the my candidate that i like helped campaign for now okay. i'm just like zaddy can get it he can get it right well i don't i, <laughs> you know, I thought just, he was hot to trot back then I, and now I'm sure and, and so did michelle so you know yeah i mean i don't know i see for my my fellow light-skinned brothers from the beginning is idris and michael b jordan uh i, I forgot what michael b jordan looked like before he was, he was he was a cute. Massive. He was cute. He was cute. <laughs> before he was massive. He was cute. I just I think I just really liked his lips. Yeah. That's I think that's I can't picture them, so I'll have to. You can just I'll just imagine. Oh Jesus! I just hit myself. Anyway, but those are my thoughts. All right. You well, know. cool. Should we uh, talk about uh, the the rest of the cast, which Let's. is our LeBron cast? Uh, yeah, <laughs> for anybody who sticks around with us for the rest of this cast, we're gonna hit some of the high points in the NBA. But just know that LeBron is heavy in this one, so and, get ready. Uh, we're not even mad about it. No, this I'm, is I'm like this is not an apology. This I is a warning. This. I this is a warning. Lo- I want to get, get excited. Ready. Get ready. Let's go. Let's do this. All right, folks, it is time for. Let's just call it what it is. The LeBron section of, of our cast. Boom. Because L- it's basketball. J. LBJ. Day. Um, but it is our dribbling section of the cast, which is super exciting. Um, Alex, why don't you take it away? What's our first what's our first let's, thing? Let's get through some quick business first. Let's do it. Kyrie Irving, yes. point guard for the Boston Celtics. Absolutely. Scratched cornea. Mm, not good. He's got an eye injury. Not good. We don't know yet. He's taking some antibiotics. I want to say Wrigley once scratched his cornea, mm-hmm. and it was very hard. Like we had oh, to give yeah. him antibiotics and you put the cone on him. Cone on him. All those Kyrie things. might have to wear a cone. It, ha- it ha- has happened. We don't know. We gotta do it's, what you gotta do. It's very difficult, and we know it's an irritating injury because you can't get in there and scratch it. Can you imagine? <sighs> so you can't do that. What he said, uh, he was going up for a rebound against the Spurs, and Marco Bellinelli got in the way. And when asked about the, his condition, Kyrie said, I'm wearing sunglasses, so not too good. Oh, um, okay. I'll be all right, though. Bellinelli smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> he just caught me pretty good. <laughs> so we don't know. We'll see his day to day and we'll find out more. But hope he's OK and he'll be back on the court soon, hopefully. Cool. So there's that. Um, all star starting five. So the All-Star game is around the corner. I know. I'm so stressed. So I... <laughs> First of all, it feels like the All-Star games just happened not that long ago. Like, yeah, you're right. And so I'm like, wait, it, why is it starting up again? It does feel remarkably quick. Okay. Let's I do this. did uh, my voting for the starting five. Okay. Earlier today. Can you today. do yours first? Because I can't figure mine out. Okay. Do yours first. I voted in. This was not that hard this year, actually. Okay. Uh, it's only hard in the West, obviously. Yeah. But. But uh, no, but remember, they're not doing East-West teams. Right. But you have to. So you pick. So, yeah, you're right. So for those of you who are not familiar with last year's revision of the draft, instead of doing East versus West, where it was just so one-sided, the West the was West dominating. Would be dominant. Yeah, right? so they switched it up to make it more competitive, and now... The you... highest voted person mm-hmm. on each side would be the captains, and then they yeah. picked 
from those from, 10. From those 10. Yeah. yeah. Or, the, or the eight or remaining. Eight or whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So here are my east and west mm-hmm. that I voted. On the east side, okay. in the backcourt, our guards, Kyrie Irving. Got it. And then really, I thought like it was going to be harder. Yeah. There aren't a lot of good guards in nope. the east. Nope. Kyrie. Duh. And then Victor Oladipo. Yeah. I really love him. Crooner. Deli- Those he, are actually two of my favorite people. Yeah, agreed. I, I was just talking to someone the other day. I'm like, that boy can sing to me all day. He's he's down all to day. earth. He's yeah. he's soft spoken yeah, with a good a, voice. And he had a sweet little. Uh, he did. They did a New Year's Eve um, basketball game, mm-hmm. and he had like a sweet um, about like because they the Pacers won, and he had a very like sweet like response about the new year and then and, all, and i was just like oh you're such a, what a kid man he's an angel he's an he's, angel he really a is a good one i'm into both of those continue and then in the front court the big man joel Embiid at center got it into it. actually I, they're all just three big men so yeah. joel Embiid, uh-huh. blake griffin i agree with that bring him back he's, yeah he's averaging good numbers this year and Giannis antetokounmpo I 100% agree with that. Yeah. I was like, this feels good. Uh-huh. I couldn't think of any. I looked through the list and I was like, East feels pretty solid on my pick. Now on the West side, mm-hmm. room for debate, but uh, starting at the guard position, okay. the controversial. Okay. I put Steph Curry and James Harden. I, they're I don't great. think that's that controversial. You know. I think that, that makes the most sense. Like, Sure. But at the same time, I'm also thinking of Damian Lillard, mm-hmm. who's having a great year. And I'm thinking of. No, because I, I love D Rose, but not. He's my honorable mention. He's definitely worth honorable. I hope if a coach gets to pick, I hope they pick up D Rose right. also to play. Um, but I put those two in. Damian Lillard's really the only one I could think to maybe put in there. Honestly, I think. Yeah, and Clay Thompson they, also is no slouch. No, but James Harden. We'll get to James Harden in yeah. a second. He's having a monster season. Okay, that's um, and then in my front court, Anthony Davis. Uh, agreed. LeBron James. Agreed. And then George, uh, Paul George. Really? Yeah. Paul George. Yeah. He's having a good year. I mean, he is, but like, okay. I just, the West is, like I said, it's a stacked conference. Uh, and so you, the pickings were, were difficult at right. a certain point, but that's what I went with. Um, I left out Kevin Durant. Yes, you did. I chose Paul George over him because I just couldn't. Um, so can deal. I just say I agree with everything that you said? Okay. Like as far as like yeah, that sure. would 100% be my top five. Okay. And my honorable mention would be Dame Lillard uh-huh. um, and... Um, Katie? No. And yeah. uh, D-Rose. Okay. Um, and on the East... <laughs> so today someone get, sent me a post of like... Um, what's his name from 76ers? Ben Simmons uh-huh. has the same amount of threes this yes. year as as yep. Steph Curry, and I was just like, "No, he doesn't." And I was like, "Oh wait, we're in 2019." <laughs> like I had like a moment. Oh, it's the first day of 2019. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> my bad. Um, ben Simmons. Uh, I would say, ooh, and the East. What would be my two honorable mentions in the know. East? You let. There's another Honestly, Chicago might, boy. I was gonna say like maybe D Wade would be my yeah D Wade maybe like, as like because as an honorable mention. What about Jimmy Butler? Oh yeah, and Jimmy. Those are those you would love two, Jimmy. Those, yeah, no, those two would be my my honorable mentions. I had a hard time not putting Jimmy in there, but I, you know, I kept on thinking that Jimmy is still in Minnesota, so I was just oh, like, yeah. so it just took me a second. For, but yeah, I would say yeah, Jimmy and D fresh. Wade are my honorable mentions. I wanted to put Jimmy in there because I like him as a person, but I was like, Alex, that's your bias. 
you no, really I like him as a person should too. go as I mean Blake is having a year. Yeah. So give Blake Griffin the due. But then I went over to the West Coast and I thought, uh small forward, I mean in terms of forwards, it really should be Anthony Davis, uh LeBron James, and Kevin Durant. But fuck that. I'm not giving him <laughs> my vote. Because at the end of the day, he'll get voted in the starting five. Right. I just want to give support to another player who I like more. Right. And that is my bias. I do like Paul George more. Yeah. Other I'm, players I'm who are t- having a monster year, though, I left out Kawhi Leonard. He is. Wow. We did. did leave him out. I did. I still chose Blake over him. Blake is having a better, I think, season than Kawhi is, though. I'd like to see Blake do more. I completely forgot about... Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi. My God. Yeah, because he's up he in Canada talk. not doing he, it. He, he, he just signed a contract with New Balance. <laughs> supposed to remember that? Can't do anything with that. I can't say um, But then I just looked through the list of top scoring players right now in the league, and pretty much a lot of the guys we just mentioned are here. So the top 10 scorers right now, starting from 1st to 10th, are James Harden, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, in this order, LeBron James, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis, Joel Embiid, and Paul George. Okay. So that and oh, Kemba Walker at eleven. Keep going, young young fella. Young buck. Yeah. So that's I'm what I got. Um, in terms of James Harden. Okay, tell me. The beard is going off right yeah, now. Yeah, he's killing it as far as it's a problem. Shooting. It's it's he has four straight games of forty plus. Yeah, I think he passed Will Chamberlain in that. Someone. Some, he's he, like somebody climbing up some ranks right now right. that I don't even he's got numbers his average right now per game is 33.3 he's had nine straight games with 30 plus Jesus four straight games of that 40. is a lot of points so the next highest score is like 28 a game so he's five points per game higher than the next man wow this dude is shooting for back-to-back MVP he's given himself it a lot sense. of and his numbers are great still eight assists a game and four Almost six rebounds a game. Mm-hmm. These are Jordan numbers. Whoa, 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 sir! These are. I'm not saying I'm sorry. that they're not. These are better than I'm Jordan just, numbers. I'm just, first of all, they are. Do you know what household you are in? I understand. Get the f out of my house. I'm just saying this guy is making <laughs> no, a, a no, run. No, totally. No, he's doing good, and I'm like, he still can't defend for shit. No, oh, no, no. Like he. No, no, no. I don't, he doesn't know what that is. No, 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 no. Um, But he got a step back smoother than butter. His, his, his double step back? <laughs> that travel? That four step? So for those of you who don't know, Harden, um, it was, I forget what game it was, but he stepped back, but twice with the ball in his hand, which would technically be a travel. Yeah, in every book. In every book. And it was very clear mm-hmm. that it was a travel, but mm-hmm. he didn't get a call for it. He, he made the shot, and it was great. Um, but... Uh, all of the internets were uh, leaving that <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> he, he's having a hell of a time, so I just want to give him a, a quick nod. But the All Star Game is coming up, so if, if you're exciting. a fan, you should go out and vote. And uh, yeah, one yes, and also watch the All Star Games because mm-hmm. the the performances are really cool. Remember last oh, year's performance? Don't. <laughs> do we want to talk about don't. it? No. Just, just Please Google don't. Friends. I mean, don't do. Th- we Google the performance of Fergie singing the national anthem. That wasn't great. Don't do that. But the halftime show is very good. Specifically, Pharrell's. Uh, just watch it, guys. Bouncing around. Are you okay? Do you need a minute? I'm only gonna dream about that halftime show. I mean, it's that a, is. All, it was. It was a sexy. I haven't thought show. about that dancer in forever. Sorry. Okay. Um, we need to move on. And so, yeah. Anyway, um, I do want to 
acknowledge and mm-hmm. take this moment mm-hmm. to um, to wish the happiest of belated birthdays yeah. to LeBron James. Boom! That's the guy. 34. That's our dude. Looking fabulous. Um, doing things, all those stuff. He did have a groin injury that is making him... <laughs> I just want to talk about that. It happened before his birthday. Uh, happy this birthday. Man... He did have a groin injury. <laughs> just... He's getting up there. Okay, we just... have reason for concern. He said he felt a pop. He heard a pop. And with I was no like, lock. With, with no lock at the end of it. There was no pop and lock in it. You know, it, it just was, popped. It just popped. Um, and so anyway, he is... Anyway, um, he came to a game with a glass of red wine and just walking. He looked a little funny walking because, you know, he has a groin injury. Yeah, you know. It is what it is. Um, But (laughs) we'll see how LeBron does because he's going to be out. Like, they're doing it as like a day-by-day thing. Like, how he's going to be out. It it sounds like it's a a strain. A strained groin. And they were playing the Warriors. So I know for people out there who are wondering, Draymond was not involved. Right. (laughs) So for those of you who don't know, Draymond does this thing called Draymonding where he kicks people. Uh, he does a high kick sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, he He's really to, he got wants, that under control. He wants to be a rocket. You know, it's he's a very cute thing. A long time dream <laughs> he's had since he was very young. But he's gotten that under control. So sure, there was no sure, sure, sure. Draymond groining going on. Um, so LeBron did that, making a quick play for the ball. And he just yeah, he stretched was, a little too far. Yeah, that's all what it was. So he says he's going to be fine. Most... Uh, experts are saying he's going to be fine. That's what you're supposed to say. It's like when the president of the United States is sick, you don't. Yeah. You, there's a there's a doctor and medical crew on Air Force One, yeah. So they can do operations in the air, like yeah. covert and stuff. You just don't know it's happening. Yeah. Um, because the president should always be in good health. Oh, the president's in excellent health. You're supposed to say that when you have a franchise player, right? So we hope that LeBron's okay. And I will say, this young Lakers team. Is, yeah, no. is doing very well without LeBron. Well, even like, when he left, the, they beat the Warriors in they, the fourth quarter without him. Without him, that was amazing. He, the third, yeah, because he like left like in the middle of the third quarter, and uh-huh. then because I was watching that game, and I'm like, they this game is nuts. They throttled them. Yeah. It was it was really some. They trounced them yeah. hard, but the and they were uh, the, doing well. The bad part about that is Steph shot terribly. Clay was still in a slump. And they just didn't have deliverables. And DeMarcus Cousins wasn't on the floor yet. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a fluke. Yeah. And But ne- since they play other teams who are less proficient right. as the Warriors, they played the Kings shortly thereafter. Right. And they beat the Kings pretty well. Yeah. So I would say it's going to be good that he's out for a while so they can test their mettle. Yeah. They have new confidence and they can kind of feel themselves Especially, out. Especially like I would, my confidence would be up like out of the roof. Mm-hmm. Like if I beat the Warriors the way that they beat the Warriors, even yeah. if it was a fluke, it's just like mm-hmm. I did something to get into their psyche to not do as good as they did. And right? they, get like to, there's... they get to play with him watching them right so they can like audition they're auditioning for his second person yeah hey lebron please don't trade me right i got your back we we know that you have all the power here (laughs) kyle Kyle kuzma's like hey lebron look over here hey look 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 what i can do look what i can do do. do. that mad tv (laughs) that mad tv uh episode where the tall guy from mad tv is like look what I, I remember that. That was a throwback. Yeah, so at the Lake Show, um, Luke Luke Walton has has a good group of guys, and yeah. we'll see what they can do without LeBron. Hopefully, he's back soon. That and that game against the Warriors, you see 
Bill Walt- Walton, mm-hmm. like on this on mm-hmm. the corner, like watching his son, Papa be, Bill, yeah. Papa Bill, watching his son like be interviewed and stuff, and I was oh, like, yeah. oh look at look at this so generational proud. legacy so of the proud. NBA's. I love it, love it. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. So uh, that's the first LeBron news. The other LeBron news. Let's go into the tampering thing. Okay. Yes. No. Ugh, as I roll my eyes. So a reporter. Somebody, somebody asked LeBron a question. They asked LeBron, "Would you want to play with AD?" Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis, and he said, "Of course, right." I think verbatim. That's literally like, of course I of would. Of course. And then, commissioner, sorry, owners around the league, kind of messaged Adam Silver, the commissioner, saying, "This is tampering. Mm. This is tampering." To which the league said, "We're not going to do anything about this." Under the tampering rules of the NBA, and we saw Magic Johnson get fined for this a couple times yeah. when he was pseudo quasi recruiting LeBron James. Absolutely. You're not supposed to solicit uh, alliances, collaboration, uh, cajoling other people's Absolutely. players to play with you because it kind of takes some of the power and attention away from the team they're uh, contracted to. Mm -hmm. So Anthony Davis is with New Orleans for the next year and a half on contract. LeBron answering a question from that reporter saying, I would love to play with Anthony Davis, falls under the category of gray for some people. Right. What do you think? So I agree with LeBron in that the next day, so they sent a letter to like all of like the teams and whatever about like about this tampering thing right and so the reporter asked again like what do you think to lebron and lebron's like ask me if i want to play with kd go ahead ask me ask me and he's like and they asked like do you want to play with kd he's like yes ask me if i want to play with westbrook like just like like all of these players like yes of course i'm gonna say and i'm thinking about it just like you ask the player a question. Right. They answered the question. Right. This is the same thing that happened with Jimmy when Jimmy was like, I'm not happy here. Mm-hmm. And like people were like, you shouldn't be saying that. I'm just like, no, he's not happy there. Yeah, like, keep him moving, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it's, it's tampering league. in the same way that, like, I, like, as much as I love this league, right? I mm-hmm. love this league. Mm-hmm. I also just think it's important to realize that there is a level of. Like sometimes the league wants control of certain things. It's like this is when the white menness of of the league comes into play. In this case, the owners, the owners, team owners, yeah, yeah. Like it comes into this like oh, like I want to be able to control this. So like oh, our our little our our puzzle pieces are are going off the cuff, and we need right. to reel them in. I don't think LeBron was tampering. Who doesn't want to play with LeBron James? I'm sorry, mm. yeah, it's outside of well, KD, yeah, outside of Kevin I was Durant. Say. And he could go sit in his corner because, you know, he has his feelings and we'll talk about him later. Outside of Kevin Durant that we know of, I I will wipe the sweat off his brow if that's what I, like that's the like he is such a like a formidable opponent and teammate. It just mm-hmm. just he's just kind of out of this world. Yeah, he is. And so his star shines very brightly. Absolutely. So he wants, but he is someone who doesn't mind sharing spotlight with someone who can play with him because his ego is not in the picture. No, he's so, not a Michael where that is not him. No, no. I wanted to see, but I was wondering if they were going to ask him more players. He's mm-hmm. like, go ahead. Ask me if I want to play with Kitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to play with him? Yeah. I wonder if they kept going. They're like, want to play with Kyrie? I can't. 
get out. Right. You want to play with, you want to play with Zaza? <laughs> oh Who my god! Wanna, <laughs> and what he would have said, he's like, okay, that's enough questions. I'm like this is this too much. Guys. I said, you got the point. Yeah. That's, I just wanted to make a point. That's it. Uh, I agree with you. I think it's fine. I, I mean, think, it is what it is. Like you're gonna ask a player a question like, like that to bait me, them. Like, Who cares? Like you and I work together yeah. in different like aspects of our work. Right. And so I was like, do you want to work with Alex? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. That'd be it's fun. not tampering. It's just like, oh, I want to work with him. That's it, it's like that piece. It's of a it's a respect me. for your your, your co- colleague yeah. in this workspace of NBA basketball to say like, yeah, he's got talent. I mean, you ask the question differently. Would you love to play on the same All Star team as them? Yeah. Would you love to play on the same USA basketball team as yes. them? Yeah. Would you love to play on the same team of them? Same team as them in general. I can't say no at this point. You yeah. already know I think highly of this person. Right. It is so, what it is. We don't know which owners complained to the office about it, but it was said there was likely small market teams. And yeah. you can rest assured, I'm sure the New Orleans Pelicans probably sure. did. Um, that's, who, that's who I thought it was. They're just trying to protect their investments sure. as owners who have a team with a franchise tag player who sells jerseys and tickets. They and, don't want to lose that player. And AD, AD's response... Anthony Davis's response was, I thought, really smart, really mature. He's like, I, I mean, that's an honor. Essentially, he was like, that's like, flattered. So, super flattered. But I'm not doing my job if I'm not bringing W's to this team. Focused on the NOLA. I am focused on what I need to do for this team. Yeah. And so he's not even thinking about trades mm. and things like that. And he may be like in the privacy of his own home and in his own in his own head of what he wants. He keeps a diary. He writes about it every day. I'm sure he does. Dear diary. Dear diary. This shithole this- again. <laughs> <laughs> tell Damn me it. tell me why we have a starting five <laughs> that can't get W's. <laughs> Seriously. Um but you know there's that but like he his response I thought was really smart too. So it, to, to me it wasn't tampering. You're asking an opinion. Right. Don't be pissed about the the answer that you get. Sure. You know? So that's just me on tampering. I'm sure his diary includes things about DeMarcus Cousins and Rondo. Aww. I'm sure he misses them. I'm sure he does too. Well, poor, it's okay, Anthony. Nugget. You'll be in Los Angeles pretty soon. So it'll be all right. <laughs> um, and then the other thing, we talk about the groin, talk about, oh, he, so LeBron is a humble man also. Okay. This is a, he's a pious, humble, pious. generous man. Pious, okay. This this man, it, we don't deserve him, really. Are we, oh boy, this is, this is happening. He okay. Put, he put out uh, Instagram or tweet, no, the tweet. Of him listening to a 21 Savage song. Yes. And the comment in the lyric was, he's just, and LeBron does this from time to time. This is an Instagram video that he did. Yeah. His entire career, he's listened to some different hip hop lyricists and he will just bob his head. Sometimes he has a do-rag on, he's just in the car and he's just like vibing out on somebody's uh, flow. And so a 21 Savage song comes on and he says in the quotes, Getting that Jewish money, everything's kosher. Mm-hmm. And the internet took issue. Yes. And so the concern was raised that he was making an anti-Semitic point. It's not an anti-Semitic point, but okay. Say more. So, well, it's not a, it's not a, it's a stereotypical point. It's like a, it's a stereotype that Jewish people are good with their money. Some would say thrifty or frugal. Thrifty, frugal. The stereotype, yeah. They run Hollywood. They have all the money. Like, mm. they have money. They're frugal. They're smart with their money. And they keep kosher. 
So they keep kosher, which is a way of preparing food and things of that nature. Mm. So getting that Jewish money is like you're getting smart money. You're being smart with your money. You're being so. Mm. Is that it's is a that compliment? Anti, is that it's like comp, it's a stereotype. It's right. What it is. It's not a it's, compliment. It's, it's a well. It's it's a it's a what we would call a positive stereotype. Right. Kind like, of like like Asians are the smart. Model minority myth. Right. Of Asians a, being very smart. Yeah. That's a fucking <laughs> falsity. <laughs> All the anger of your math classes just came out right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm just You so got so upset at whatever letter grade they gave you, it is still sitting with you. By the way, I always got A's in math. I was, I was, I could have been a math You were a minor. smart Asian kid. I was a smart Asian kid. Well, dang. So, this doesn't really help our case here. No, but I mean, whatever. It is what it is, guys. I'm sorry that I'm smart. Actually, no, I'm not going to apologize for that. Fuck you. <laughs> in your 30s. But what you're saying is there are stereotypes that are meant to be derogative toward people. Right. And there and are stereotypes not... that cast everybody in a broad brush. And sometimes that is meant to be positive, but it is but seen it also, as a slight. But in the same way, like Asian people being like smart or like being successful, mm-hmm. that model minority myth, while positive, has negative connotations to the community because there are so many people that struggle with, mm-hmm. you know, going through their educational system, yeah. like not being good in math and science mm-hmm. and things like that. So when you are bad, issues when you up. are bad at those things, you're like, no, but I'm an artist. It's like, no, you you do math. You right. know, it's like what you, no. you feel uh, pigeonholed or trapped into right. a certain kind of right. person, right? And so like, so and that's like the the balance that you have to kind of like live mm-hmm. with when you have these like quote unquote positive st- stereotypes are not good period P- people are, are people and they and their culture and their influence right. and their <clears throat> upbringing and their life experiences dictate who they are as well, a person yeah but some people will think of a they won't think of something as a stereotype because they think they said a positive thing right where it's like oh i just said uh what is a stereotype where it's like oh you know Black girls are great dancers. I love you. You're such great dancers. And it's like, oh, black woman might take offense to that. It's like if, I'm more than just my booty and the way I dance. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's your, I've I always someone, meant paying you a compliment. I had someone said that to me when I was at the club with a friend of mine and we were dancing and they were just like, you're an amazing dancer and you should definitely sleep with him. This is like a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. and I'm like, uh, thank you. And I was don't that a know stereotype? How, no, but it was just like it's like all you Indian girls know how to dance, and I'm like, oh, that's if they said that, yeah, that's what they said. So like, you're such a good dancer. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like all you Indian girls know how to dance. Please tell me you're dating this black man. And I'm just like, oh. Please tell me you're no. She's like, please tell me you're sleeping with this black man. I'm just like, first of all, so much racism coming out of your mouth is spewing out of your mouth. And I told him, and he was just like, Are you serious? He's like, White girls. I'm I'm uncomfortable. So yeah, that would make that would turn me off. Uh, But the the idea that this lyric by Twenty One Savage is acknowledging this stereotype that Jewish people have strong. Financial fiscal literacy, respons- yeah, fiscal responsibility, fiscal literacy. and saying everything's co- kosher is something even I used as a kid growing and it's up. Not great to use because it's a it's a yeah. religious like it's a practice of yeah, practice. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's I used it food. liberally in my family when we were talking about things are good. We'd yeah. say things are kosher. Things are kosher. Yeah, yeah. it's like it, it was just a, an expression that now I know what it means more uh you more don't say that detailed yeah. yeah so this lyric hits at that idea of everything's good because right. i'm making good money and kosher is lyrically speaking kosher you don't want to you don't want to be a boring rapper right. you don't want to say everything's good because i'm making that money you say getting that jewish money everything's kosher you just appropriated culture into a way that 
said the same sentence mm-hmm. but did it without using those words right. like the, this the typical words so i get why an artist would use that yeah be it good or not right the intent is just saying i'm making money lebron didn't think he was doing anything dismissive or uh, anti-Semitic no, he was, he was, when he said yeah. it. So he apologized. I, that's what I'm saying. It's not anti-Semitic. It's yeah. a stereotype that's not great. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I think his I think the, his publicist, his team were yeah. good to say like, you know what? This is not going to end your legacy. This is a small no. thing. This yeah. is a day. This will be forgotten tomorrow. Yeah. Let's just apologize and get over it. Yeah. Because it's not even headline news. Yeah. So he literally, did. I didn't know about this until you said it. That's why I was just like, well, he, he said something anti-Semitic, and then you said it. I'm like, it's not anti-Semitic. And, and Max Kellerman, uh, journalist, uh, TV personality for ESPN, he's Jewish, and he also commented on this. And he was like, yeah, I, don't, I don't really see it in that way of something he needs to apologize for. The lyric might not be the most, in line with yeah, what Jewish... He's like, as right. a Jewish person, yeah. I know a lot of people who are not good with their money, yeah. who are not living high on the hog. Right. Um, so high on the hog, this, this term. Yeah, so he's he's it's and it's not kosher. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so he, so he said, he was like, that was good. We Jewish can't. people don't eat meat. Hog, get it? I mean, uh, pork. So yeah. hog. That was funny. Was yeah. Good. If you're not, no, no. Thanks yeah. for cluing him in. So he he was like, you know what? It is what it is. LeBron, you don't need to apologize, but like, I guess thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Hey, I like a, I like a guy who knows. Hey, I don't mind saying Self-awareness sorry. Self awareness is very important. So that being said, I can't. This is our last LeBron point, which leads us into our last conversation. LeBron was asked about the 2016 playoffs in which they beat the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, and that made him the GOAT. He said, and that performance I gave was when I knew I was the greatest player of all time. Where is the lie? Where is the lie? He brought a team that was down 1 3. To beat the best record team. I'm just... I didn't think you were going to say that. Merchant. I didn't think you were going to say it. Sir. I really thought you were still... Okay, look. So, I have come to this, like, okayness, all right? (laughs) This is where I'm at. Oh, boy. Michael, in his time and era, from up to the beginning of time to where Michael was at, he was the greatest of all time. Mm. I'm not docking anything magic did wilt did kareem did like they were all great players for sure but like michael just did something that really just took basketball to the world yeah in a way that none of these other players did it was amazing it was amazing to watch like to be a kid watching watching michael play was just like (sighs) whether on tv or in person it was just bonkers just a killer killer and then just when when it comes to style and street and things like mm-hmm. that, that's like another like he just brought basketball to the world. He made basketball way cooler, yeah, than anything else. Right? He He's a, a reason why they, the players wear baggy shorts. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like because he wore his North Carolina shorts underneath yeah. his. He used to shorts. slay people. Like he totally. was just, he would, he would just he would talk he'd zero in on someone. Oh, John Starks. Oh, you're gonna be barbecue chicken. Today. Right. He's gonna it be like amazing. he he was like Voldemort that like knew your inner feelings. <gasps> Like, he wasn't mm. evil, but he was just like, I know what makes you tick, and I'm going so... to manipulate that oh, yeah. to win. He was definitely, he was, I watched We it. make him sound terrible. I watched it. Well, I mean, <laughs> honestly, like I would assassin. not, I would not have wanted to be his teammate. No. But he's... I would love to ride that train of getting right. rings. But he, I watched a video of him on YouTube the other day mm-hmm. of clips of him working out when he was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it was old footage. They were talking to his trainer. So right. it's clips of him working out with his trainer, and the trainer's off mic saying, 
when Michael came to me after the years of dealing with the bad boy Detroit Pistons, right. Michael was tired of being bullied and pushed around. So, so he's, he's, like, like, he's like, I got to build up a little yeah. bit. So tell me about this weight training business. And he's like, well, Michael would look like this. Here's the regimen. He said, I don't know. I'm a little worried what it will do to my performance. If I put on more mass, what effect will it have on my play? Right. AKA, will it slow me down? Probably. Right, right. Will I not jump as high? And so he said, let's try it out for a month. And see what happens. And see what happens. And that was 15 years later. He's right. like, so I've been working with Michael for 15 years and right. this is what we do. So he built up all that muscle. So he could be, he was, he was in, you could see in the footage, he was dedicated and hell bent on destroying this nemesis. And then once he got past the Pistons, nobody else can touch him. Could the Supersonics. The Blazers, the Suns, the Jazz, the even the Lakers at that time. Right. None of these teams Could touch them. No. Who the Knicks? What? What? The, you're right. People <laughs> were like, you had to go against the rough and tumble Knicks. Really? Sir, sit down. <laughs> really? The Pacers? Who? Reggie? Yeah. That's I mean, it. Reggie was Reggie, great. No, Reggie was no slouch let's for no, sure. Let's not... Top twenty-five all-time scoring. Absolutely. But Rick Smiths? Yeah. Eh. So I look at it as like. All, they're great play. They're they're going to be great players out there. Right. Greatest player of all time is taking like taking the game and putting it to another level. Taking like what you do in on the court and off the court in a way that's wild. So Michael is the goat of his era. Yeah. Some people would say Kobe was the goat of the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was he, really good. He was very good then. So yeah. two thousand to two thousand ten. Let's get let's give it to him. He was a great. He was the go. He, yeah, he was the greatest of two thousand. Of two thousand. Yeah. So like, there's that, but I I don't think he did anything for the league or the game because he was trying to he was trying to chase this Michael mm-hmm. thing for like I feel like he was always chasing you seen it. Those, have you seen those game shows where people are standing in front of like a pool of water and there's a wall coming at them with a certain shape of a person in it and you right. have to fit that shape yeah, yeah. in order to and not that's get pushed. What, that's literally that's what, what Kobe was doing with Michael Right, Shadow. and so so that that is why I don't think he's the greatest of all time either because like, okay, maybe the, he was a great in the 2000s, sure, but mm, all time, no. I wouldn't say that. Right. LeBron is like two like generations removed from Michael. Mm. He obviously grew up like watching Michael. He's not dumb, right? right. He definitely emulates his game <laughs> from like magic. Like the yeah. way he plays is very magic asks not Michael ask. Um, and but what he has done for the league from the jump where he should have failed, the amount of pressure this eighteen year old had, no, this fifteen year old had. Yeah. When he Seriously. was, you know what I mean? Like Seriously. he should have failed. He should not be as successful as he is. There's no way. There's like, it doesn't make sense. And he's raising young men and women, like his, mm-hmm. his two sons and his daughter. His daughter is the goat, by the way. She's my favorite thing in the planet. She's a good time. She's fine. She is adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, he's raising these sons. Like he even says, like, I, I wish I never named my son LeBron because of like the pressure that it's going to be. And I'm, and he, you know, I'm incredible. Him, well, Have you seen me play? No, there's that, but like the pressure of like Michael Jordan's kids did not do well in in their basketball right. performances. I went and to one s- of them is named Michael, right? And Michael, the oldest, I went to like we were essentially like almost the same age, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went to like the local like private school, mm-hmm. high school, and he was good. I mean, I saw Michael Jordan like in my high school gym mm-hmm. watching his son play, but you know, it's just like did different. he punch him like he did Steve Kerr? No, but you know that's. 
that's that did not happen okay so i look at this and i look at what lebron has been able to do for basketball not like he's not the comparison to michael i don't think phases him at all because no. he's like I'm not Michael I'm LeBron mm-hmm. you know what I mean like he doesn't compare himself I, yeah. we all are comparing him to LeBron like to Michael to Magic to Kareem yeah. to whoever we want to he stayed steady passing to his teammates in the fourth quarter of game seven against Boston mm-hmm. with the Cavs when he, they were shooting ice bricks right but that's what I'm saying he has taken some ragtag teammates mm-hmm. that the year that they won who the hell was... I mean, yes, they had Kyrie actually, and Kevin Love. Actually, that was a pretty good squad. It was a good squad. I'm not going to say that it wasn't. But, like, he took a team of, like... Let's be real. Yeah. Outside of Kyrie and K-Love, everybody else was like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. they were not bad players. And Michael had Scotty and um, Dennis. Rodman and, and he had... Dennis was in score. Dennis Kukos. had so many rebounds. Yeah. The, all he did was defense. Like... Defense the scoring of rebounds. Yeah, seriously. Right. But, and it's a, it's one of those things where I look at what he's done on the court with the teams that he's had. There's not a, in the history of sports, mm. I can't think of a team that came from the deficit that the Cavaliers came from to win against the be- the best team. I think that's what we're underestimating here. The best team. This Golden State team. The best team. Before KD, who, the who, best team. Who... That starting five this year is full of at least four Hall of Famers when DeMarcus comes back. Yeah. Draymond might be a holdout later. We'll see. Yeah. But at least four of them are Hall of Famers. Yeah. If you take away... What did LeBron... What did, what did Michael have to do with the Jazz? He had Malone and Stockton. We yeah. had the Supersonics. It was Gary and Sean. Right. The Warriors have Steph and Clay and KD... And then Demarcus. That's why people forget these are. He's literally going against the monsters, really light skinned monsters, but monsters. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he's going against some freaks of nature in in a system that works so well for a shooting team that yeah. can shoot the lights out. If those, if you take away, if there's no Demarcus on the court, right, and you still have, let's say, like, a, who's the center for them right now? Zaza, Zaza's not no, there it's anymore. Not Zaza. Uh... JaVale's not there anymore. Oh, they just put a body in the middle. I they don't need a person. They don't even need a body. So whoever it is, I um, can't I'm even so re- sorry. I'm, so, I'm going to look the it center up. For the, so anyway, I, I just know Draymond and Clay and Katie and Steph. And anyway, but if you take away J- KD from that team. I guess it would be Draymond. Wait, who's the center? Yeah. It's not the same. Because it's not center. DeMarcus. Well, no, but... It's forward guard. Center DeMarcus? No. Hold on, hold on. And DeMarcus is not playing. Oh, Damian Jones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure you're doing great this yeah. year. But Again, we don't remember yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't so vote sorry. for you in my all-star ballot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I totally forgot. But the if you take away... If you treat Steph and Clay. Like the Malone and Stockton or the Gary and Sean. Right. And you take away the other pieces and LeBron is your Jordan. LeBron right now doesn't have a Scotty. But I promise you with the team he has, LeBron and his Lakers right now could beat a Steph and Clay led Warriors team. Yep. And I have no trouble believing that. Yep. But he's going up against a freak of nature team. 
Yeah, and that and, and I think people forget that. And like the freak of nature team in Michael's era was the Bulls because they had Michael. And Scotty and Well yes, they had Scotty not, Dennis, and, the and, triangle offense. And, yeah, the triangle offense, the you know, all of like all of that. But the freak of nature was the key was Michael. Yeah. Phil's vision. Mm-hmm. Key being Michael executing that vision. Yeah. And the people around him to mm-hmm. execute that vision with They him. were the Death Star. Yes, absolutely. They were the 72 win bulls, right? Yes. This 73... And they won a ring, so that's why it counts. Mm-hmm. And Golden State Warriors, yours don't. Rubbing it in. The 70... I sure am. If they win 73 games with that. So they are the bulls of this time. The Golden State Warriors are the bulls 100%. of this time. So yes. if, you add, if, you, if you take away Kevin Durant from that team and you put LeBron James on that team... That team still wins a stupid amount of games stupid. and maybe even better. Who knows? No, they would be better. But if you take anybody... Because they don't have egos on the Golden State Warriors except true. for KD. He would be that much better. You're right. They would be better they because They would be of... better because they don't have like... They really truly... Like Steph throws balls at Clay so he could beat his three-point right. you know, three record Yeah, or, yeah. in one game. Like That's the kind of team that they KD have. KD got mad at Draymond for not passing him the ball. Right. On the... Yeah, I mean, KD's the one that has the ego, not but if anybody you, else. If you had LeBron James on a team, or if the Golden State Warriors only had Steph and Clay, mm-hmm. like a Sean and Gary or a Carl and uh, John team, right? then, and LeBron had his Kyrie and his Kevin Love as a Scotty Dennis situation. Yeah. That is the new dynasty of the entire league for X amount of years. So yeah. much as Kyrie would be fine playing with him. Yep, I agree. Which wasn't that long. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I mean, all right. So I have no problem with him saying the greatest of all time. But I do have an issue with you saying because of this one playoff series I did, I'm the greatest of all time. I think that solidified it. Yes, I think that's I think what it we're solidified saying. Solidified it. I don't think that's the only reason because yeah. he is doing things both on and off the court mm-hmm. that is making him one of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah. His, his portfolio is up to that beyond, point. Was, he came back to Cleveland and he got him a championship like he, he, he set promised, out to do. Yeah. So I say in that way, this debate is fine to rage on and LeBron being confident in himself, I got no problem. I, I like it. Go I'm ahead. It. You know, Go you, ahead. Know how, you know how sexy confidence is? Ooh. Go. Doesn't matter what your hairline looks like, your confidence is great. Oh, God. So, I'm the worst. speaking of... <laughs> Kevin Durant. And his hairline? He's balding, by the way. Yeah, he is. I mean, but he's not to the degree that LeBron No, he's balding is. like in the middle. Yeah, he's getting there, but he'll he'll shave it off at some point. Yeah. LeBron, um, he's a great player. LeBron? But you know who, right. Yes. But yes. you know who is also a great player who doesn't feel like he gets enough attention is Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Kevin let us know that mm-hmm. because he said, he, tell me if this is what I heard. Mm-hmm. He said... Mm-hmm. Sometimes Instagram puts stuff out there as a quote, and you're like, is this a like fake Instagram account, or is this real? Kevin Durant reportedly said, everyone hates me because I'm so good at basketball. Is that what you heard? Is that's, that, that's what I heard, yeah. That was said by him for sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, where do we start? Um, you know what? Where, where? So the same way that I'm asking for Kanye to go to therapy and... Potentially take meds and things like that. I need KD to also go to therapy to just process the things that he's feeling. Mm. Because it is so, there are so many feelings this boy has. And it's fair to have it. Like he's feeling attacked. 
He's feeling like yeah. no one gets him. It, for sure. I will say, for sure. one of the worst feelings in the world is being misunderstood. I mm. hate mm. being misunderstood. Disagree is, with me, fine, but understand me. Yeah, I, you don't have to agree with me, but like, if you misunderstood my intention, my yep. care, my my who I am, yep. the essence of who I am, that will that will bother me more yeah. than you being upset with me for sure. because you disagreed with something I said, right? right? Like. It is like for me being misunderstood. And I think he's a very misunderstood player, but he doesn't help himself because he's a snake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like he made the decision to go to Golden State Warriors. Okay, fine. Snake move. It is what it is. We'll keep it moving. But I think the problem later on becomes that he doesn't own up to the fact that what he did was a punk ass move. Right. He's just like, no, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, no, you literally went to the most best record team <laughs> to win a championship. Yeah. Sir. I really thought he got, I thought he was zeroing in on it. Like with the what, comments. What made, you, th- what made well, you think that? So you remember he was on CJ McCollum's podcast over the summer and CJ said, you know, just a little mad at the Warriors for like all the talent they got with Demarcus Cousins. He's like, "Why are you mad?" Kevin Durant's Kevin's like, "Why are you mad?" He goes, "Cause you all are already the best team." Right. He went there. I'm. He said, "Either I'm not as mad, or I am as mad as when you went to the Warriors." Right. And that triggered Kevin Durant to say, "Like, you, it's not like you guys are going to win a championship anyway." So right, you right. hear yes. you hear a fellow player saying to you what all of us have been saying about you in the Twitter he first of all he went in on a 15 year old in the DMs right. who criticized him for right. this then CJ McCollum said it to you on your podcast on his podcast right so already people are talking to you about what the issue is right then you made the when comment enough people tell you forget about like the world telling yeah. you because like there's a lot of trolls and crap mm-hmm. out there so especially mm-hmm. when you're a famous person you should like whatever yeah. but when you have like your colleagues telling you this right you should probably listen. And then you you said that thing about LeBron's atmosphere being toxic and nobody wants to play with him because the media loves him. Well, LeBron even said on an interview, that really pissed me off when yeah. I heard him say that. But Kevin called him to explain what he meant. Right. And that it's not LeBron that's the problem. It's the media that's the problem, whatever. Sure. But what you're saying is... it came is, off not that way, what, but okay. What you're saying is the Le- media doesn't love me like they love him. And I don't... I am jealous, basically. Right. And then... Well, even before that... You get mad at Draymond for not passing you the ball, and Draymond lights your ass up saying, we were winning before you got here. Right, we, didn't we were even the best team. You. Right. you were going to leave here Where's anyway. Where's the lie? Draymond, right. Draymond doesn't... What, you right. can hate Draymond all you want. Right. He don't lie. So he's telling you, like, we didn't need you. We were already winning before you got... It. So all of this is just in the stratosphere. I thought he zoned in right. on the fact of what... It, if Draymond told you, CJ told you, a 15-year-old told you... Everybody's been telling you your decision to come to a team that was this successful is why we don't like you. Then to hear him say, people don't like me because I'm really good at basketball. It just like it threw me. It threw me. I just wasn't expecting it. I thought it's I'm one not of, surprised, but I'm also like, okay. It's one of those games where you're like, you're getting warmer. You're getting warm. Ooh, you're oh, ice cold. You're you were in the Arctic. You were just <laughs> Sir, not even. You need some because like, it's like to make that comment, you have to first before I would unleash a comment like that, I have to think through basketball lineage today and past to think how many great players were not liked. Michael wasn't liked by people. He wasn't His liked. Te- like players. 
I wonder if he... Okay, Michael's the only one I can think of. I'm trying to think who else people didn't like. Yeah, give me more examples. Like, people didn't like... Think of, like, the Scores. We're talking, like, scores, though. Uh, We're talking about, like, really good scoring. Like, elite scoring players. No, I can't think of anybody. Because I can think of, like, squads people hated. Sure. People hated... Persona of the Pistons. Like, the Pistons. Or, like... I know people didn't love Iverson because of what he kind of brought to the league. Because he brought this, like, streetwear to the league. And, like, this hoodness to the league that wasn't there previously. Uh Um, But in terms of... Hated them because they were really good at no, I their job. No, I truly can't think of anybody. People hate me because I'm really good at my... LeBron's really good at his job. Yeah. But you just said weeks ago that everyone loves him. Right. And, and there, was like, a, there was a time in LeBron's career that people hated him. Because when he went to the Heat and like yeah, yeah, that yeah. cockiness and things like that. Yeah, but it wasn't because he was good at basketball, no, right? No, because of like... It was a decision. It was a decision. To go play with a different team right. under and different he, circumstances. And he recognizes, like he right. talks about it in like I'm more than an athlete like the miniseries right. that he's doing with ESPN of just right. like like yes there was a decision I still uh-huh. he, I think he said like I would basically do the same thing over again because it gave money yeah. to the kids but like but I wouldn't be so flashy I wouldn't be flashy I would like the next thing was like I did like a small thing with the community when mm-hmm. I went back to Cleveland when I went to mm-hmm. the Lakers it was just like a paragraph of, he like, reflected here we, he it was self-awareness he did some reflection some reflection he did some work it's called being mature adult it's sitting sitting down with yourself in some <laughs> silence and really just zoning in what am I hearing what's the chatter yeah. and what do I really feel so for him to I don't know how many players he ran through his Rolodex in yeah. his mind, but for you to make the assertion, I am paid to play professional basketball, and because I'm really good at basketball and everyone hates me, they must hate me because I'm really good at basketball. Sir, those are not how things work. How many jerseys did you sell, sell last year? You know how many people buy your shoes? Yeah. Do you know the reason I could not vote for you, sir, on my all-star ballot is not because your numbers are not ridiculous. There's great numbers. I, too, would probably have really good numbers on a team that had that kind of talent on it. Yeah. Like, Like, I could have an off day because someone else is having a, a good day. And we'll still win. And also, I'm going to have a good day when they're having an off day. Or, you know, we're always all going to have good days because we have five all-stars in our team. There are those things that we wait for in our lives as adults that come much later. It's a delayed gratification thing. I remember when I first heard that an official from the Reagan administration admitted that the war on drugs was specifically targeting black people. I was like, I just needed you to say it. Yeah, and they said that recently, within the past couple of years. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. I... I will wait on the day, cold day. Oh, uh, what a is cold it? day in hell. <laughs> cold day in hell? That yeah. doesn't feel will freeze it will over. Be, yes, right. Okay. Um, it'll be a cold day in hell when I hear 45 say, you know, I made some mistakes. <laughs> just leave Sorry, it at that. I, just, I don't even need details. Just say I made some mistakes. Don't say anymore. Actually, actually say less. <laughs> just say, leave it at that. Put a period on it. End that chapter. And we're good. Um, That's so funny. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend up? who just walked in. What's up, boo? Hey. So, so if if I hear in a few years from KD him saying, you know, I was really angry and upset because I felt like people misunderstood me, but I really needed to be honest with myself that I made a choice decision that I paid for, and it was only my decision yeah. and my fault. Yeah, and that's okay. And like, do something for yourself. He did. He did what was best for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and did, maybe did it ruin the league? Yes, but like, maybe I would have made that choice again. But I would have been upfront and acknowledging that people 
are upset for a reason uh-huh. and I would have just moved on from there. Yeah. But absolutely. him completely missing the point. It just like throws me. Um, our friend walked in and Wrigley is now on his back hoping that her, her his belly would be rubbed. Oh, well. It's not what you anyway. expected, buddy. So, yeah. So, Kevin Durant letting you know, hey, please stop hating him because he's good at basketball. Yeah. I Kevin, I, I either... I don't hate you. I, will I, just, let, I let, just really am kind of over you. I'll let go of um, my disapproval when you stop being as good at basketball. When you stop being as good at <laughs> basketball, I'll definitely say, you know what? I like him more when he's subpar. <laughs> what are you talking about, about, man? It. Enjoy enjoy the game. Play with your team. Win that next championship. And we'll see what you do with the offseason. Amen to that. All right. You ready to talk about some dope people? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. All right, folks, it is time for our favorite, well, it's my, one of my favorite parts of um, the segment. Yeah, speak and it for is, yourself. I was like, it's one of my favorite. It's our dope person of the week. Um, it is where we typically highlight a dope person that did something really cool this week. And I believe, Alex, you are first. Okay. So tell us who your dope person is. You know what? I just really like seeing a young buck do good things. Okay, and I like that. One thing that most players want when they come into the league, they aspire to. Not to say that capitalism is great, capitalism. but if you if you're gonna play basketball, get yourself a signature shoe. Absolutely. So I'm gonna highlight the newest signature shoe from Adidas, which is gonna come out in uh, recognition of our boy Donovan Mitchell. What? Second I year. I forgot that he was signed with Adidas. Mm-hmm. Checks over stripes. Been, Sorry, that was a that was a Drake Drake diss to get easy, but I, you know. But, I disagree. Is that saying Nike over? Yeah, Adidas? because he because he has. I a, remember. Yeah, I get it, but I, mean, I don't I, agree. I actually, I actually like Adidas a lot. Yeah, Adidas. Anyway, they have some cool designs, which brings me to the unveiling of Donovan Mitchell's shoe. Donovan's a second year player in Utah who had an outstanding. Standing rookie season. Dude was bonkers bananas leading scorer for them. They didn't know what they were going to get when Spencer Hayward left that team. Yep. And Donovan Mitchell stepped in as a rookie and he just lit he those nets it. on fire. So Adidas said, hey, we're going to make you a shoe. And so his is called the Adidas Don issue number one, D-O-N, which stands for Determination Over Negativity. Okay. So I like it. It has a spider web kind of theme because his nickname is Spider. Right. Because I don't understand why, but he's just really athletic and freaky fast and jumps high. So he's like agile like a spider, maybe. Right. I don't know. And he, I think he likes Spider-Man. I think he's got a comic book thing. So anyway, um, my dope person like is Donovan Mitchell um, for this achievement. The shoe looks great. I hope that he enjoys it. So here are five things to know about Donovan Mitchell. Let's do it. So he was a national recruit. Mm-hmm. Um, not a five-star, but a national recruit. Um, he grew up in New York and Connecticut, and he spent his final two years in school at Brewster Academy in New Hampshire. Very cool. And 29th ranked player in the country in 2015 for recruiting. And he played at Louisville for Rick Pitino. Oh, okay. Yes, that's right. I did know that. Yeah, I remember that. And then he got drafted to the Utah Jazz, uh, number 13 in the draft. And he Actually, no, he was drafted by the Denver Nuggets. But he then traded Great. to yep. the Jazz. Yep. Um, and he had a dynamite season. He won the slam dunk competition. He did. It was dynamite. During and the All-Star Games last year. Yes. Uh, he wears number 45 in tribute to Michael Jordan. 
Yeah, for those who don't know, he he wore the number 45 as well as 23. Yeah, Donovan played baseball in high school, and so he wears 45 because that's the number Michael wore in baseball and the number he wore when he came back to basketball. Mm -hmm. That's why he wears 45. Yep. His dad was involved in professional sports. Nice. So Mitchell's father, Donovan Mitchell Sr., was a minor league baseball player for seven seasons and was even a minor league coach for the New York Mets from 99 to 2010. Now he works as director of player relations and community engagement for that franchise. Very cool. And the last thing I'll tell you about Donovan Mitchell is his favorite basketball player and his favorite actor are the same person. Michael Jordan? LeBron James. I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, he's liked his work on and off the court. I mean... Facts like LeBron's good in both of those things. Go ahead, young blood. I'm I'm actually not mad at that. <laughs> so it's a LeBron cast to keep it's, it really I mean, let's consistent. Keep it, let's keep it real, LeBron. So yeah, that's my dope person. Very cool. So my dope person, I'm sure we've talked about before in various other dope person things, but this dope person did something really cool this week. His name is uh, Barack Hussein Obama, former 44th president of oh, the same United States. Yeah, same one okay. of the United States. Um, my forever president, whatnot. Put him on a forever stamp. He's, uh, sir, I would buy all the stamps. I would be sending letters every day. I'll be that old person at 100 years old who still has Barack Obama stamps. Yeah, absolutely. We ended the post office 50 (laughs) years ago. Don't ask questions. (laughs) Just send it. Just don't ask questions. Um, Okay. So the reason why Barack is my dope person is that a couple of days ago, he did his annual year-end list where he lists oh, yeah. his favorite songs of 2018 his favorite movies of 2018 mm-hmm. and his favorite books of 2018 right as a way to like i think when he started doing this and during his presidency it was a way to like you know humanize him as a person who likes a lot of different things and um multi-dimensional multi-dimensional and that and, and of course he is like the hippest most dopest president because what his favorite song number one Ape Shit by the Carters, which is a great song by Beyonce and Jay-Z. I love that. I was just like, can I love you more? Um, you put, you wrote shit. Let me just, let me tell you other things. He had J. Cole on there. He had Janelle Monet. He had Chance the Rapper. He had... Um, I'm just imagine him just vibing. Leon Bridges, H-E-R, her. Um, he had Cardi B on there. Um, he had how much of this did you think he actually? I log. I looked I at this agree. list. I agree. I, do you think he looks at? He listens to all of this. I do. I I think he does. I think he has advisors to coach also, him like, on. Like, should we put this one out there? Right, I'm sure. It's a I'm sure he meeting. listens to some like real hood stuff too, or like right. real like maybe like what would be considered like really like hokey white music or as well. old school hip hop too. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, and Kendrick Lamar. So right. again, he had a lot of these folks from like favorite songs of 2018. Right. And right. He right. Featured uh, a specific jazz singer who died in 2018 as like, mm-hmm. you should all check out her album. Um, just movie, promoting black greatness a lot. Yeah. Right now. Movies, all great movies. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen most of them except for like a few. So that's super exciting. And the books, of course, is number one is Becoming. Duh. Because his wife wrote it. That's bias. That, I mean, there is. He's like, and he even wrote, he's like, obviously my favorite. Which I was like, obviously. I'm in it. <laughs> he's like, I'm, it's about me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he talks and he goes, he's like, uh, the reminders of books that I read this year that appeared on earlier lists. And he has a list of just hmm. favorites books that he, in general in 2018. So it was just awesome. I appreciate 
because I, I wonder, I always struggle when I was first getting into reading and getting into, well, specifically reading, like what book should I read? You know, like, should I be reading all these like biographies or like, should I be reading history books or should I be reading fiction or nonfiction and, you know, poetry, whatever. Um, so I really appreciate when someone I admire puts things that they like out there. Cause then I, it makes me understand them a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And it also helps me like see another side of the world, which is kind of cool. So the rock Brock, my forever president, thank you for such a wonderful li- a like list of things. And I'm excited to like read some of the books because I have some of these books I haven't read and I'm really excited to jump in on it. I'm, I'm into it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I would definitely want to pull some from that list as yeah. well. Things to listen to, things to watch, things yeah. to read. Yeah. It's, and he's like, I hope, you know, something to, you know, he's like, I hope you enjoy reading, watching and listening, which um, I will. And thank you, Barack, for providing such substance to my life because current president doesn't. Well, you gotta dig at 45. I mean, he's I trying. Mean, he, he, really? He he's read, trying? He read, Get out of my house. He read the other day. <laughs> That's so, He read what? The calories in Ma- his Coke that Ma- he was drinking? Magic School Bus. I can't. By the way, don't knock Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus is amazing. I have something to say. That Miss Frizzle, <laughs> she's really causing problems. <laughs> Why is he talking about what, who? What is he saying? Anyway. So that's my dual person. Anything else you want to add before we end off? No, I just want to say happy 2019 and I wish everybody well and a happy, healthy year. Yeah, make sure you're following us on all our social media platforms and uh, subscribing and rating and sliding into our DMs because we will respond. Um, Until next time, be dope and we'll catch you later. See ya.